It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Speaking of balloons, what about that Chinese balloon? Yeah. Weird. That's a Chinese spy balloon. No, 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 man. They said it was for meteorology. Do you believe it? I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. don't it's a, I also don't believe it could have gone from Alaska all the way to South Carolina without anybody noticing. I just think it's a weird apparatus to have used if it were to be a spy. I no. I think if it, I think it actually makes a lot of sense. Why? When technology goes high tech, you beat it by going low tech, mm. right? All the, that's hiding in plain sight is what they're trying to do. Yeah, you know, when when facial recognition is the norm, you know, wearing a mask and a fake mustache is going to be the best disguise, right? I get that. Also, speaking of balloons, are, have you heard about like these balloons that are going to be made for uh, space vacations? Yeah, I keep seeing a news thing about it. I don't know. They've been talking about that for a while since that dude Bumgarner went up there. Mm-hmm. They're like, balloons are going to make the trap. But, I mean, um, clearly the level that balloons travel at isn't as safe as we thought it was. I mean, there's going to be a lot of troubleshooting. Right? right now, what they're predicting is that, like, one specific company, uh, I believe, called Space Perspective, they're going to try to shoot for... You know a lot about this, actually. Dude, I just watched... Uh, so, on Netflix, there's this series called The Future Of. Oh, and Melissa's watching it right now. Right now, and, like, the episode was on space vacations, and so there's a CEO of this company called Space Perspective, and they're aiming to, like... Uh, get the first people out there in the year of 2024, just next year, wow. for the low, low price. And I do say this like tr- yeah. almost truthfully: million dollars, one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars per seat. And that's not as that's not as crazy as I thought it was going to be. Especially in comparison to a, a, I think their number one competitor, which the company's called uh, Virgin Galactic. I was going to say, is it not Virgin? No, but it's not Virgin. Virgin Galactic, though it is. Yeah. Oh, is, that's the name of it. Um, but isn't Virgin Galactic's tactic? To like travel at that level where like we go to space and it'll make travel from New York to China faster. Yes. And is, is that is the balloon thing? That's not the same idea. I don't think so. I think space perspective is specifically a space balloon. You go up, you look around, you come back But here's down. the difference is because like uh, fiscally it's a space. The, the space balloon is going to be $125,000. Where right now, Virgin Galactic, however, they're going to get people up into space, $450,000 per people, which over a 1,000 people have already signed up for. Yeah, yeah, because the Virgin Galactic spaceship looks cool as fuck. It does look really cool. It looks dope as fuck. So, I mean, like, let's say if money wasn't a problem, which of the two would Virgin. you do? <laughs> you see the cool spacesuits that they get, dude? Mm-mm. Do they have to go through like they have to go through some like months of training prior to going just for their Doesn't own safety? Doesn't that defeat the purpose of... Vacation travel, yeah, space travel, yeah. Well, so so is Virgin Galactic. Is that vacation? And is this balloon, which is like much more leisurely? I, is I, that? I think the balloon is vacation. The balloon is both the vehicle and the destination. Yeah. And the Virgin Galactic, from my understanding, of what Virgin Galactic is trying to doing mm-hmm. is they're trying to like because you save fuel once you get to that part, right? You only need fuel to get up to that level, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of like c- coast. Yeah, I think it would just coast. It would be you more. You just go up and then you come right back down. Or you don't even, or you go up and then the world spins underneath you and you just come down when. I wonder how long you're up there for. I mean, it has to be a while because it's going to take for you a while to get up there. And then you're going to want to see. A, of, a handful of hours. I don't think <sighs> it takes that long. But $125,000 a pop? You think a couple of hours only? For a space well, vacation? For space va- for, for perspective. I don't know. I mean, how expensive is it to keep it? 
oxygen and pressurized. I don't know. Right? That's where, that's where the money is. That's what we're going to find out. I found it interesting. The guy who created JPL, Jet Propulsions Laboratory, mm-hmm. was this crazy guy, uh, Jack Parsons, that was super into like the occult and was like a follower of Aleister Crowley and shit. And whether you believe like in that occult stuff is real or not, there's a guy, Jack Parsons, who built rockets, was heavily influenced by this occult stuff. Um, and one of my favorite like weird cross sections of history is the rocket fuel. He was the first person to create solid rocket fuel, mm-hmm. which was like, which is how the, the Nazis couldn't figure out rockets because they kept putting liquid fuel in it to explode. It was, you know, he figured out how to make solid rocket fuel. Um, but the only way for to get it to burn correctly was for the center of it to be cored out. Mm-hmm. And the only shape that worked was the shape of a pentagram. And he only thought of using the pentagram because of all of his occult learning and like teachings of this like right hand magic and shit. Um, and that pentagram is what makes it burn properly. And that's what got all every single rocket from the Mercury program on to like or from the Apollo program on to work. Uh, and it's that weird crosshair was like, you know, a rectangle didn't work. A circle doesn't work. Like the pentagram, for whatever reason, is the only shape that made the solid fuel work. And, and that's how we have. There's a weird irony with that, with like the the advancement of society and technology, though it only occurred because of this symbolic, the symbol yeah. that represents everything. Symbol that's been around forever. Yeah. Yep. Something that's been around and used for whatever kind of witchcrafty in purposes yeah. before it was you know it's been good and bad 10 times over yeah before I, and before i should that's why symbols don't mean shit bro i mean that's why it's like kind of like symbols are interesting are you have you looked into symbology at all or like no is that really. one of my weird rabbit holes i was talking about like the next tattoo i want to get the It'd next be your tattoo. First tattoo my bro. very first tattoo i want to get is something called a transmutation circle yeah we've talked about that and um and i got i know it from this anime uh called full metal alchemist brotherhood which is my favorite anime and it this transmutation circle is uh very much like a pentagram with like a lot of specific choices and lettering and blah 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 um and i i'm fascinated by it because it represents uh equivalent exchange Mm. which is applicable to like almost everything in anyone's life right yeah yeah. it looks like the doctor strange magic exactly when you showed that's a good way to put it so um i've never studied (laughs) like uh bless you bless you is a coughing okay then i retract all the bless you's um but i've never studied um, I've never studied symbolism or symbology. I only looked into it when I was reading that uh, Dan Brown novel, the guy who wrote Da Vinci Code. Interesting. One of, one of the sequels took place in America and had a lot to do with symbology. Actually, all of his books tend to have a lot to do with symbology. Um, and it's really interesting to kind of like just see how like things develop and change, right? Like one of the most common things that a lot of people say and it's a hard one to tell but like you know like the the swastika isn't a bad thing right like because mm-hmm. they stole it from indians and like actually native americans had a symbol similar to it um uh, but it, it, that's just how symbols you know change meanings and stuff yeah like the upside down cross was actually the first symbol of the first pope yeah you know what i mean so it's like things change and develop and like that's why the pentagram has been good and bad a million times over um but simply you know it's all it's all if it's so bad why do we have 50 of them on our american flag yeah you know why did the guy who designed washington dc purposely put it in the shape of a pentagram you know it kind of sucks yeah that the coolest symbols the coolest looking symbols just mean something bad because like that's why i like them that's why i'm cool with it bro that's why i'm all about it i mean it's just like the pentagram is just like that's a lot of symmetry going on it's too beautiful it's you know everything just fits and it's just like also like it's it means this and 
Baphomet's head fits perfectly in it. And then they're just like, okay. All right, that's a shit, man. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's also a symbol, a, 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 sh- a shape, right? That just mathematically, of course, humans can get, right? Why do you think point, we're... S- right? Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, just think about how, like, one point, two points makes a line, three points makes a triangle, four points makes a... Right? If we just keep adding points, eventually we figure out the shapes. It's yeah. not that hard to figure I out. I mean, it's something that has enthused us ever since we were children, right? We were so fascinated by shapes, putting, like, a, a square peg into a square hole, uh, putting a certain... You know, we're fascinated by things just fitting just right. Sure. And I mean that I think that adds to our fascination with symmetry, uh, and uh, but isn't that nature kind of right? Like the whole golden ratio, we just like we love to see that. Yeah, the golden ratio, and that's why like logos that like kind of fit into it are the ones that last forever. And that's why you'll often hear me like when I'm complimenting like a, a friend or someone that we know. Um, rather than just saying, you do say you look very symmetrical. Very symmetrical. You because, say that all the time. Because, and this is why I say it. It's because you're very, you're into bodybuilding and shapeage, and you're like, oh, it's got to be even <laughs> on both sides. That's what I think. Am I close? Um, no, not at all. Damn it! It's this whole convoluted thing of like now that I'm older and I'm trying to interact with humans better without offending them. Like, if I were to call a, a girl like pretty. That the connotation behind the word pretty sounds like, oh, my God, like you're hitting on me. Like, oh, my God, like, mm. doesn't he like engage? As opposed to say, like, no, you look very symmetrical. Sure. Is this kind of like very, uh, oh, interesting, like scientific platonic observation of the other person. And I leave it at that. And I it's still a way tell, they compliment that. Yeah, I still tell people they're pretty. And like, I just, I don't know. I, I That's interesting that you use that one as an example, though, because I could see how that mistaken Thing. But I don't know. I, I mean, if somebody's pretty, because what if you meet like the fucking hunchback in Notre Dame, bro? He's a great guy. You can't say he's symmetrical. <laughs> you are so asymmetrical. <laughs> you need surgery. No, is I'm what French. He's like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I don't. Is that your French accent? What do you mean? <laughs> that's better. Yeah, that is a lot better. I mean, you know, come it's on, dude. We're never good at accents. No, 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 that's we're getting we're getting bogged down. I just, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think. Um, I don't know. I'll still call someone pretty, but like it, and it depends on our comfort level. If it's like a friend, and if it's like a, especially like a female friend that Melissa's comfortable with me calling pretty, like, oh my gosh, she looks so pretty. I, you know, the way I'll deliver it is not like, I'm like, hey. It's, yeah, of course. It's all in the intention in the delivery. You know, because if I did it like in, you know, ground by the lapel, you're like, you're so fucking pretty. That's a way different thing. Yeah. Right, so like, of course, yes, it's all in the intention and the delivery. Of course, of would course. it be flirtatious if I were to use the word symmetrical and or symmetry and said it in a certain way? I don't know if it's flirtatious. You know, I've been out of the game now for a couple of years. Same, a lot longer, but uh, you have. Um, but to me, if I'm using my rules of the game brain, sure, that's more of a conversation starter. Because it's more like, well, what do you mean symmetrical? Oh, I see. Do you mean my boobs are the same size? <laughs> like, because I can also see. At that see, point, I, I could see. I could going the other way, too. Right? Oh, you're very symmetrical. Like, what are you talking about my tits? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, would the girl be offended by that? I mean, I, I no matter what you say. Oh, yeah, she says, like, like actually, one's bigger than the other. Yeah. I'm working. I have the surgery tomorrow to get oh. this fixed. Yeah. Thank you very do much. Do you want to see and feel? The drinks oh, that's upset. <laughs> I gotta. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out how to talk to people, right? Because it gets you me know in what, trouble. I think you're putting. I, oh, well, I don't know about that, but I think you're putting too much thought into it. Because I've seen you interact with strangers. You seem to do just fine. Oh yeah, in the moment, but then like on on my way home, I'll tend to like just think about like 
my interactions and be like, why uh, did you touch my thigh? Well, dude, because <laughs> Melissa will be, Melissa has talked to me in the past saying like, uh, I know you don't mean anything by it. And I know that you're just really friendly. Yeah. But the way that you come off. Yeah. Well, just but we've always said that to you. I know. Me and Otis used to say that to you. But then when I was younger, when I would actually you try to it. flirt. Not that well, I like oh, it. No, the perfect example of that is, and I'm only bringing this up because I've been watching a lot of The Office, mm. is when the episode with Date Mike, where when they first bring Michael Scott into the restaurant, and she's like, oh, this is Pam's friend, blah, blah, blah. And he's like doing really well. And she's like laughing at his jokes. It's because he doesn't know. He's not like trying. And then when he goes outside and puts the hat on and unbuttons his shirt and becomes Date Mike, he's uh-huh. fucking everything up because he's trying too uh, hard. I see. You know what I mean? And I've always found the best headway I've ever made with strangers and, and girls in particular if it's in a bar or you know a meet cute or whatever weird thing is like you kind of have to steer into the skid a little yeah, bit yeah i mean there's something pheromonal let's say with you and i feral uh, i think the word you're looking for is feral no i it's mean feral for sure well talking about us being men for sure we're just kind of out there just going need to pre- reproduce <laughs> no pheromonal in the sense feral that monal. <laughs> feral monal uh, in the sense that once you are off the market, once uh, once uh, someone of the opposite sex notices like, oh, like there's a confidence we give off when w- there's I nothing to gain because we're in a relationship already. I disagree. I'm getting the same amount of attention from women that I got before I started dating Karen and after I'm starting dating and Karen. And is that a good amount of attention from it's women? It's none. It's none. None? It's none. You, you were, dude, when we were single, you were getting a lot of looks. When I was trying, we're not talking about this. Hello, baddies. Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome to another episode of ICBTB's Highly Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Um, that's Christian. And that's Alejandro. bro. Welcome, baddies. Yeah. How come you don't want to talk about that? You don't want to talk about, like, about how, how much game you had walking into I, a party with a full white outfit because you came from Cheesecake Factory. Did I, I, yes. Well, that's... I, I mean... I, it's funny that you bring that up because that definitely would have been a time where I was very uncomfortable because mm. you know I hated wearing the all whites. You know, yeah. I like why and, I know, right, and yeah. I know everybody is like <laughs> nice way, way to shoehorn your political <laughs> beliefs political in there. Um, but like I don't know, I just I that brings me back to a time when I was working all the time and I was like, mm. oh, I'm off at eleven. I'm gonna go see my friends and stuff. And like I don't know, I just I definitely didn't feel confident dressed like that. I feel well, like a fucking painter or an ice cream man. For an example, back in like 2013, <laughs> um, there, Juliet had thrown me a surprise party for both me and her dad at her place in yes. Venetia. Yep, yep. And I remember uh, I, you were there, and you had just come from like a cheesecake shift, and you were dressed in all white. Yep. And it looked like you're confident. I mean, but that's you know, uh, you've always you're always confident meeting strangers. Yeah, and once I get to a party and have a drink, uh, yeah. you know, have a drink in hand, not even drunk. And also, you're probably warmed up from socializing uh, from being a server that ev- that yes. entire evening. That And I remember that – and, like, you'll say you had no game or girls no, gave you no attention. But there were girls from Six Flags because I was working at Six Flags at the time. Girls and gay guys checking you out the entire party. That probably didn't talk to you, but – No, that's – they definitely didn't. Because mm-hmm. I also remember leaving pretty early at that party. Uh, and that's probably like that's probably a, also a very confident looking move. Like, oh my god, this is like my last moment to talk to the tall guy in all white. Like, he's leaving in twenty minutes. I honestly don't even think I like talked to him. That's funny because I, I, I don't know. I don't know. This is a weird pseudo compliment, and which is why you're getting uncomfortable. I guess that's why I'm uncomfortable. But also, like, because at the times when I think like I tried, uh-huh. right? Like when I definitely was like, oh, that girl is pretty. I'm gonna pursue. You know, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna shoot my shot. Yeah, as the kids say. Mm-hmm. 
We were saying that when <laughs> you were a kid, well. too. What the fuck? It didn't go well. Uh, here. Um, here, I it's think it, you knew how to open. I don't think, like, uh, you were great at closing. You know I can't finish things. I know. Okay, so another example. I'm, 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 you're right. I'm good at opening. But then I'm closing is a mystery to anyone. I'm decent at middling. But then endgame's tough. I can close it with the, with the slut, though. <laughs> I, you saying the word slut? You no wonder you can't close because like if you if that's how you speak to anyone, then you're not gonna close with anyone. Hey, are you a slut? We're going home together. I guess not. Oh uh, well. All right. Um, you can have your drink back. Here's a specific example. Oh, when no. I think it was like the second time you and I had uh, hosted an acapella show at Davis, uh, we went to an after party. Yeah. And there was a. I remember there was a girl. That you were kind of eyeing, and you said like, "Yeah, hey, who's she?" And I said, "Oh, I think she like she lives here. Like the, she lives here with uh, some other members from her acapella group." And you're like, "Okay, I'm gonna go talk to her." And I remember seeing from a distance, uh, you leaning up against the cupboard, and kind of talking to I her, especially because you're taller. And like she was like this. she was trying to get a cup, and she, you were just like, uh, uh, "Yes, yes, I remember this." And I don't remember if you could jog my memory a little bit. Do you remember what you said? So I think I asked you who she was after I talked to her. Oh. Because I was talking to her and she was looking for a cup or something. And I was like, oh, it's in this cupboard right here. Just guessing. Yeah. And it was. And she was like. That's fucking smooth. She's like, how do you know? She's like, how do you know that? And I was like, oh, well, this is my house. And she was like, oh, <laughs> this is your house? And I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, clearly faking it, right? Like not. Not being super serious about it, right? Kind of being playful of about course. it. Uh, and then she was like, oh, she like laughed and whatever. That was the connection. Or that was the... And then I went over to you and was like, hey, like, who is so-and-so over there? And you're like, oh, she's one of the girls who lives here. And I was like, oh, that's fucking hilarious because I just... Oops, I just told her that I live here. Uh-huh. And you're and you're like, oh, no. And like, but that's the thing. That was like, clearly that didn't go well because I ended that night coming home with you and Mel. Yeah. Also, I mean, and it was a big part. Like, because if you had made a point to like just and also did I remember that part? I remember getting weird with that girl in particular when we were all in a different room and like other people were all smoking and shit. Like, I, I, I did you do? Did you? No, fuck it up? I didn't even get to like. I didn't even get a chance to talk to her, whatever. Like the vibes changed or whatever. When like it just wasn't right. You've uh-huh. seen. It's it's just funny that you bring that up because you've seen yeah. you saw it from a distance and from a different point of view and it wasn't at all smooth i didn't this feel is it. well from that Clearly first interaction was smooth right and again opening great opening great opening but like the middle of the movie was, was a drag and like just be an opener bro um and <laughs> we anyways should, uh here's christian um the only reason why i i bring it up is because since i've been in a relationship for so long and the only reason why i'm in a relationship is because melissa made the first move and i was living vicariously Same. through you to see how the sausage was made and you're just like oh that's how you well, do i'll it. show you a complete a sausage the the best that you've ever seen me do is when we walked into a, that club in davis <laughs> in sacramento. sacramento that's the best you've ever seen me do um that's when i used rick and morty and my eyes to get a that girl that was uh if we've talked about this podcast before it was like over two years ago, and I kind of want like we, we no. First of all, the event was over maybe five, five years, years ago, ago now. So yeah, we went to this like eighteen and up club called Mangoes in Sacramento, and it if, was eighteen and up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and well, <laughs> <laughs> when we got in, <laughs> what happened to all the stuff I brought in to talk about on today's episode? <laughs> when we got into this club, like it was cool. Like you, you'd. 
hung out with me and my uh, some of my friends from Sacramento. And at one point, you were just like you started dancing with the girl, and like she was following you around to the bar. And this is I remember. <laughs> This is how I knew the girl really liked you because you told me afterwards that her friend, like, uh, it was like a gay guy that walked up to her when we were leaving mid conversation, and he, he said, "Oh no, when we were dancing, yeah." And he was like, "Are you? Are you sure?" And she was like, "Yeah." And then she went home with us. Yep. Yeah. Went well. <laughs> She got in the car to go home with us. Which is, first of all, this is weird because I think <laughs> again, I can't close my. It was my car. I think maybe I was driving. Yeah. I was driving, and then it was, uh, we were like, who the fuck is this random girl? Who's this random girl? Well, and then we got to the place, and we stayed in the car, we were making out or whatever, and then she got all mad at me and left. Well, and then can you, can you break down why she got mad at you? I think I said bitch, or I was, I said, it, I wasn't calling her a bitch, but she took it as me calling her a bitch. I, yeah. I, I was drunk late years ago. Yeah. But it's not like I slapped her or something or was no. like, you know, like, suck my dick or die. It's not like it wasn't like that at all. But you were still in the pocket as you were showing her Rick and Morty videos. <laughs> I think, I mean, it didn't hurt it. That's not where I fucked it up. I, I can imagine you like drunk. It flirting. was new still at that time. Rick and Morty was still fairly new. Yeah. Uh, I think it was maybe second season. Yeah. I don't think I was even living here yet. I think I was I just visiting. I think you had just come back. Or I, I think your just, collarbone had just healed. I was just going to say, yes, yes. That's right, because I remember taking the sling off yeah. and putting it in the back. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Five, six years ago now. It's just funny to just think about, like, you not really giving a fuck about, like, if the girl likes you or not. You're just like, huh. oh, man, that just reminds me of that Rick and Morty episode. You watch, you watch Rick and Morty? Anyways, my iPad's around here somewhere. All right. Hey, just, just stay here. And she's just like, okay. Because I was staying the night at your place, and I brought my stuff with me. Yeah. And so I think I was like, stay here. And I went and grabbed my iPad from the trunk. Mm -hmm. And I was like, check it out. You want to watch an episode? Dude, and I know I'm not, especially at the time and before that, I'm not great with women. But I know that whipping out Rick and Morty is probably not my move. <laughs> hey, but, but it didn't fail. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't fail. You got to, you got some action. Until she's until you had to call her an Uber. Now home. it's starting to turn sleazy. I don't know. I just like it's, I mean, you know what? Both, both, one of my coolest and uncoolest <laughs> nights in the same night. Were you super <clears throat> smooth with Karen? No. No, you no. just you showed her a bunch of Rick and Morty videos no, as well. No, she'd already seen Rick and Morty actually. Uh huh. No, Karen. Karen came on to me, bro. I remember that. Oh, you gotcha. know that? Yeah, I know that. I know that. Yeah, she DM'd me first to see if you were single. She DM'd you first and you're like, oh, I'm taken. And she's like, okay, well, what about Alex? <laughs> no, she didn't DM. Is that what it was? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, you were second choice. <laughs> second banana. Well, second banana. Oh, man. She, uh, yeah, I have a Manilan banana. Um, <laughs> I think those are just bananas. Smaller but. bananas. <laughs> um, but let's talk about this new tushy that you got. I got were... a Brazilian butt lift. What? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I got nice. the tushy. New yeah, tushy. Karen ordered the tushy. She won't admit it, but... Um, she she ordered it, I think, for me. Why wouldn't she admit it? What do you mean? Well, because she's like, it's for the house. It's for both of us and stuff. But I think it, she knows what I'm. She knows what kind of stuff I'm spewing out. Oh, you got a dirty ass. She, she or something? what I'm scooping in. She can only imagine what's scooping out, bro. So she caught it more so for you <laughs> than for. She still change, uses change white wipes. My life, my, well, we don't know. That's bad for your plumbing. Uh, oh, I mean, it says on the doesn't mean it's container, good for it. one per flush. You got to talk to the people at the water treatment plants. They hate those things. I I believe that. Uh, but anyways, this tushy has changed my life. Okay, how so? Break just, it down. Uh, so it's just the whole cleaning factor that we've spoken about. Uh, 
a lot. Mm-hmm. Here's my problem with it. I'm I feel like I'm using like two. I'm using more toilet paper now because it's super. Because I'm because I'm using one to dry off and one to wipe. Mm. Uh, and like I haven't quite figured. Sometimes like my balls are always really wet. Still, you should have a. Sometimes when I pull my underwear up, like there's like a wet spot, and then like, that doesn't feel good. You should have a towel specifically just for drying. Well, and that's why I told Ken it's like maybe now we don't need to buy toilet paper. We can. Oh God. Just have a butt towel and, and a reusable toilet paper. Uh, reusable toilet paper? Well, you know, oh, a, a reusable towel. wipe. Okay, that's good. Just don't put it next to like where the face towel is. <laughs> that's that's the trick. <laughs> she pops out with pink eyes. You have to fall, you have to grab the right towel. <laughs> oh, your bathroom's just gonna be a test of intellect. Saw bathroom. <laughs> Um, welcome to the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yes, I'm I am now firmly on the water and toilet paper tribe now. You could test how hard it goes. Yeah, you can control. It's got a little knob. Okay, and, and the little, direction. Little little bit of angular direction. Well, how do you know? We got the base model. We didn't get the. Well, how F-150. do you know? Like how if it's aiming in the right direction? Is there like a camera where where it spews water? We got the base <laughs> model. Did you not hear me say that? But uh, still, no, I- you can feel it, bro. You know, I mean. Oh, so you're moving it as it's spewing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I move myself. You know, I'll do the lean forward and like you know make sure I get it right. And and are you? So let me ask you, as a man who uses tabos and hoses and I've retired water bottles, the tabo. Because you got the hoses on your toilet. Because I got, I'm just using wipes now. Oh, you don't use the hose at all. No, I'm still scared of using that hose. I mean, I mean, I'll try it one of these days. Yeah, but it seems like I don't know. It looks like it's used to water plants and not my butt. <laughs> you got a heavy duty hose. You got to put a picture up on it for the people because that's that is a like a greenhouse hose and it's golden it looks like it looks a little too fancy to be here like it's just the most confusing thing i think maybe like middle easterns lived here before you it's because they I, also use tabo sort of deals oh really yeah huh. i don't i don't know what it is well okay so with your tushy do you leave it in a setting that is so like i imagine it being like this for um, our Peloton that we have, like you could adjust the seats and like where the handles are and how far back the seat goes. Um, and I always have to readjust it when Melissa uses it because hers is way shorter. Different body, yeah. And a different course. body. So do you have to go in there and readjust it? No, it stays in one spot. Like I said, the angle is the only moving part and it moves very little. Mm-hmm. As far as like the pressure and stuff, so you turn it all the way off and then you turn it up. And as the pressure goes on, yeah. you know, it's... The first time my mom uh, saw a bidet, she was confused by it. Thought it was a water fountain? So she looked at it almost. I mean, I did. She looked at it, and she was trying to tamper with it by, like, you know, bending over the toilet. That's a mistake. And it shot her in the mouth. (laughs) 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 Why was her mouth open? What what the fuck is Because I think her default face setting is mouth open. (laughs) I think she's breathing through her mouth. (laughs) That's not, I didn't mean to slight your mom like that, but no, no. that's um the the. <laughs> Sorry, dude. She was telling us this while we were at a sushi buffet, and we we're like, "What?" You're spraying water in your mouth as she says it. You're like, "What?" <laughs> that's disgusting, dude. And it, of course, it would happen to only my mom. Have you been to the places where like the bidet is a whole different seat? Like it's like you, there's the toilet. You shit you in the sit, toilet, and, you and go, then you go and sit on a bidet. It's a whole different apparatus. It's like a washing station. Yeah, stuff. you've never seen that. No, that's the first time I was introduced to a bidet sort of thing. Supposedly in Japan, most you just shit in the hole. There's a hole in the floor in public restrooms, 
and most public restrooms have a bidet installed into it already. So Japan might be the place to be. I mean, I, they also have toilets with 5,000 buttons on them too, so. That seems like it'd be confusing, well, but they heater, are. cooler, water, air. They know. are the culture that created Transformers, baby so they could powder, figure it out. Perfume. <laughs> perfume up your butt and then baby powder up your butt? <laughs> what? Do you still use baby dry powder? Off. Uh, sometimes if I don't, I'm going to have a real sweaty day. Maybe you should use baby powder to dry off your wet butt after you use the tissue. But then it's too wet. Now I'm getting clumps. Now I'm getting clumpy. Clumps of it. You know, did I tell you when I was growing up, my mom would just like slather me in baby powder to make me whiter? That's. But I just turned out. I looked still dark. I just looked ashy. (laughs) (laughs) I looked so dry. You looked like a ghost from a 1950s movie. I looked like someone's dry elbow, if anything. A ghost from 1950. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, I want to talk about. Chat GPT. Are you familiar with what Chat GPT is? Maybe. I don't think so. Chat GPT is this uh, AI generated chat box that users could use online for free. And basically you like input commands and it'll give you like an answer uh, via text. So for example, if you were to ask like, uh, how long did World War II uh, last? And uh, why did it start and why did it end? It'll give you like a thorough explanation of it. And not and so that just sounds like a regular like AI generated like answer uh-huh. box. But in this iteration that it's so right now it's at the 3.5 iteration um, at three. It was really smart because it was being able to like gather information from an infinite database, which is the Internet. But there was a lot of like uh, like you could still tell like, oh, this is uh, artificial intelligence. Like it's saying some stuff weird, but at the 3.5 iteration, they basically uh, pointed where it was getting its information from the internet in a specific direction. Like uh, it's using now what's called uh, reinforced learning and uh, like uh, or like reinforced and supervised learning, meaning that the people working with, I think it's called OpenAI, that's the company. What they're doing now is they are uh, providing. Uh, Chat, or what do you call it? Chat GTP, the AI, is providing these hu- these human u- workers with about five different like prompts, hmm. and they'll choose the best prompt like uh, of like how it should answer like, and so like it's use it's humans are basically reinforcing how J- Chat GPT where it should go where it should go. Interesting. And with well, that- AI always goes weirdly racist when they let it go on its own connected to the internet it'll like not even yeah weirdly like it'll just be like weird it just they'll say something that don't make that doesn't make sense so with this kind of like supervised and reinforced learning that they're using from like these human workers now it has human reasoning and now that it has human reasoning lately a lot of like college students have been using chat gtp to be able to write their essays i was just thinking about that yeah yeah so like uh basically like you could input uh, certain commands like, can you write me an essay about the Vietnam War uh, hmm. from the perspective of like, uh, like a just someone in America, like you know, like writing to their, so, you know, blah 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 blah, very specific things. Or like, uh, I was listening to this with an interview with Lex Friedman and Joe Rogan, and uh, it you could go so specific to be like, write me a Joe Rogan Joe Rogan joke in the style of Louis C.K. Hmm. or write me a Louis C.K. joke in the style of Joe Rogan. And it's able to do that. Well, I remember when chatbots, maybe it wasn't as sophisticated or exactly what you're talking about, but I remember when they did one with their like, um, 
like those green text chat box where they're like, yeah, write a script of you know of a scene that we didn't see in Seinfeld or something like that. And they're like they're pretty much able to write like a scene that you would see that doesn't exist, but a scene that would make sense in a, in a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, or like you know they they kind of tweak it a little bit so you can kind of i don't know i think it's all fun stuff right i mean that's all cool it's fun like well, i just did a speech in front of congress that was an entirely ai generated speech see i believe that but to like now it's back and i know we just talked about this in the last episode but now it's what's scaring me is well, the we're trajectory. An AI, we're an ai focused podcast now yeah this is every episode is going to be about ai well, i mean uh, yeah of course the, the, tra- the trajectory is only going to get faster and steeper mm-hmm. as we go uh, it's just the technology is going to get you know better and Mm-hmm. more robust and it's just gonna you know we're gonna see that hockey stick kind of growth real quick just like yeah. we saw with computers and True. televisions right once they hit you know plasma screen flat screen tvs it just took off see but beforehand before like this era of technology and artificial intelligence i wasn't as fearful because i knew that what was going to make us better than robots and artificial intelligence was the fact that we are creative mm-hmm. We have the ability to like, we are humans. It's mm-hmm. us being humans. It is our like vulnerabilities and like our imperfectness that makes us beautiful, right? But now that like artificial intelligence has, is learning to uh, well, it's, it's trying reason to, and- It's trying to imitate it. Yes. So And, and it's imi- getting pretty damn good. Of course. Imitations, you know, always get, you know, the best ones are really close, but aren't exactly, I, I mean, I- Turn it off. I'm, yeah, that's you're right. The, that's the human. Don't be scared, buddy. Hey, but don't be scared. Are we going to be able to turn it off or some cool. capitalistic fucking company that's making a shit ton of money? Well, I mean, China's probably already got an AI system that's running crazy and, you know, making decisions for them already. Yeah. Right? Who knows what the fuck's going on over yeah. there or behind the closed doors? Um, so if it was bad, probably would have taken over already. I mean, look what happened to Ultron. Mm-hmm. Ultron was on the internet for five seconds and decided every human on the planet <laughs> needed to die. Yep. So it's like, it's not a hard... It's not a hard. We just step. need the Avengers to destroy. Well, I'm just saying it's not hard to step to see how an AI system would be like. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to get rid of these. How far humans. do you want to see it go? As far as it can go, I don't give a shit. Make an AI system that runs by. Make a Butler. Make a Jarvis. Mm. I don't. I don't. I'm not as fearful of the technology or as apprehensive or, or paranoid, frankly, uh, of what these things could be because. From what I've learned and what I've read, this exact paranoia and these exact phrases and stuff is the exact same things that we said when we first built, you know, computers, period, when we first got, you know, radios or the printing press or television. It's like, we're always so fearful of where it's going to lead and what's going to happen, what's going to be next. You know, we're going to be, ha- we're going to have chips in our head. You know, when cell phones came out, we're the, immediately everybody's like, well, in 20 years, we're going to have chips embedded in our hands and in our heads. And, we're, you know, mm-hmm. we always think it's so much more dangerous and dark than it actually is does i mean every technology has the potential to be a world-ending technology yeah but it almost it almost never ends up to be unfortunately it ends up being in like a kid's toy uh if a if a technology really is that powerful they end up nerfing it and putting it in a kid's toy so we think it's a joke i.e drones or any kind of remote control device or you know video game processors chips in the computers like those were all things that were invented for you know battle and war and shit and then as soon as they figure out how like viable and dangerous it was like well we'll make it dumb and silly yeah which is why yes i am fearful and slightly paranoid but what makes me feel better that they were talking about is that 
um, these big companies are also work. They're they're aware of the dire consequences of how far it can go. Yeah, of course. So they're working on um, like a, a restriction system because what's stopping like some crazy guy from typing in? How do I like? How do I get away with murder? Yeah. How well, can well, I hide people body? do type that in. Yeah, in and fact, they that, that guy who just got arrested had like. But that was all through Google. But imagine if he typed that in through this AI, AI chat, chat GTP, right? Where it's getting the best. With human reasoning, it's getting the best. It's not just pulling from like fucking Wikipedia or some dumbass article. I mean, you still, I, I, I yeah, he's still going to jail. He still did the murder. That's crazy. I mean, I, I also, if you're Googling or asking AI, how do I hide a body? Maybe you shouldn't be doing the murder in the first place. Dude, apparently he was doing it you for You know which guy hours. I'm talking about? Yeah, and he Googled, I just heard about it. 10 best ways to hide a body and shit like that. He this said like, dumpy uh, fat fuck. You got to watch the video of them reading the searches in the court. Like, cause the video, there's a video of like just of him as they're reading it down, and it gets dumber and dumber and dumber as the searches go. Dude, it's like insane. Like, it's like so obvious. It's like, is it better to transport a body whole or in pieces? Uh, is it better to wash crime scene clothes or burn them? Mm-hmm. He already he put crime scene clothes. It's like this guy's a fucking moron. He's not even using like the dark web to like. Uh, no, he didn't even use incognito. No, not incognito. <laughs> like at, at least. Duck, duck, go. He's just like Firefox. Mm. That's how Casey Anthony got out of it. She used Firefox instead of. Oh, because no one's Internet on Explorer. Firefox. Go to go to what was it? Bing. Uh, Bing. <laughs> The oh next time God. you're looking up how to hide a body, use Bing because ain't nobody that. But again, that. if you have to look up how to hide a body, you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. That should just kind of come natural. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your instinct? You should just kind of know where to hide a body. And if you don't know, don't do a murder. If you haven't seen Dahmer by now, I mean, I, who yeah, easily got away so with So many bullshit. movies and books. Yeah. You don't need a Google. Or just turn yourself in. Just don't kill anyone. Don't, that, yes. Both. Don't do that. Both are yes. good. Both are good. Both are good. Save the taxpayers' money. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you were gonna murder somebody, how would you do it? Um. Well, I need more of a context. Is it self in self defense or is it no. like I have? You wake up today, and it, I just have this. I got it. I you just got the itch. Mm, uh, probably. I mean, I watched a lot of Breaking Bad. In Breaking Bad, they found this plant uh, that could kill you. Or no, no, not kill you. Fuck, dude. I would just go two states over. Make it as random as possible. You know what I mean? Well, no. If we're talking about like the specific way, I would like it would be like poison. Poison. Because I can't. I don't. I can't stand gore. I can't stand unless it's from like video games. I can't stand gore. So it could yeah, not you, be anything not, like, lethal. You're not using a, an axe. Yeah. Uh, maybe sniping. It's gotta be because quick. that's from far away. Yeah. But if I'm like, let's say, if I'm trying to kill someone and get away with it, it'd be from something like poison. Yeah, right. you're not gonna like garrote them and like like no, and then yell like you yeah! remember me. <laughs> this is for my father. Listen, world, I <laughs> Christian Baltazar am killing this person. Then they're like, babe, do you hear something? Oh, yeah, no, they're playing D and D next door. <laughs> into some kinky shit over there. <laughs> yeah, we live oh, next to this couple God. that almost kill each other. Kadamers. Yeah, they're just like constantly asphyxiating each other. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah, you ever done that in like in the bed? Like, are you into asphyxiation? I'm not. I'm not either. I've been. I, I find more women like that kind of choky stuff. They, it's the dominance factor in like you know. I mean, in this world where we're trying to uh, promote equality between uh It stops at genders. the bedroom door. At the at the bedroom door, we are animalistic. And I've heard a lot of feminists say that too. Yes, yeah, yes. I'm all for equality until we get 
past the bedroom door. Then yeah, if you're not picking me up by the legs. Me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, I would love to see Melissa try to like pick me up by the legs and ram me against the wall <laughs> to just see like how does it feel. Isn't that a meme where like the girl picks up the guy? Yes, yes, exactly that. And I've never been. I've always only been. I've only ever been with women smaller than me. Well, I mean, unless you're with She Hulk, nobody's gonna pick you up, bro. I mean, I'm into this like. Uh, also, uh, vaginas aren't on the front. No, they're not. That's. Uh, I used to think they were when as, as a kid. Like they right. must have been. Like if my penis is in the front, the vagina must be at the front. But it like. I didn't think that far. I, like, I, I told you, I thought everybody had a penis for a long time. <laughs> That's really progressive because you're thinking like we're all equal. Just didn't just didn't come up. Yeah, Christian. that's just truly what it was. We sword fight for five seconds down there, and a baby appeared. Never thought about it, Christian. <laughs> where babies come from was not a thought. Like until I was eight, I just that's... didn't give a shit where babies came from. Just their babies. What was the first boob you saw? And you can't say your mom's because obviously. no, it was the wet t-shirt contest scene from what? Dude, where's my car? Mm, first human boob. Oh, oh, I can't say. Uh, okay, then we'll just. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that right now. Um, you don't want me. I brought a game to play. Oh, let's do it. That's a good segue. <laughs> uh, um, so I have, I, I I think these will line up. Um, I have an easy, a medium, and a hard one. Uh, it's it's you know guess the movie from the cast list. Yes. Wow. And I've it's so revolutionary. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm putting a couple of stipulations on it, asshole. Uh, no, I didn't mean for it to sound <laughs> I didn't mean for it. Okay. I'm going to put some stipulations on it to make it a little harder for you. Yeah. I'm going to read five names. You get one, you get one hint. The hints can either be the name of the director of the film, the year the film came out, or you can see a picture of one of the actors. Okay. Um so let me do this first one. It's easy. At least I think it was easy. All right, bring it. Um, let's start. Okay, so this film, five people, stars. One, two, three, four, and five. Jonathan Price. Okay. Jeffrey Rush. Kara Knightley. Orlando Bloom. And Johnny Depp. Pirates of the Caribbean. See? That's yeah. an easy one, right? Okay. That one's not too bad. Now let's get a little bit. Let's get a little bit harder, a little bit spicier for All you. Right. You. I knew you'd be good at this. I almost think um, you might be too good at this because you do have a really knack, a good knack of like memorizing casts and, yeah. and movies and stuff. Uh, but okay, so I'm gonna try and throw you for a loop on this one. Okay. Okay. J.K. Simmons, Bruce Campbell, Bryce Dallas Howard. Spider-Man 3. You, I knew you'd be too fucking yeah. good at well, this. Because she's Gwen, yeah. And like Gwen's not really, isn't introduced until the third one, right? She she is. She is. I thought that fucking... I like that you're not going I'd with like away. the main characters first. No, I got to build up because then I feel like the main characters mm. give it away yeah. right away. Okay, this one is a tough one. Okay, so this movie is starring Joan Cusack... Paul Rudd, Ezra Miller, Emma Watson, and Logan Learman. Can I see a picture of Logan Learman? You may see a picture of Logan Learman. This is a picture from right around the perfect timing of Logan Learman. Oh, I do know him. Um, Joan Cusack, Emma right. Watson. Mm -hmm. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Paul Rudd. Logan Learman. 
for an added Dylan McDermott is also in it. Beauty and the Beast live action. Incorrect. Perks of being a wallflower. Fuck, that's where it, ah, Ezra Miller was the, the gay best friend. Yes. Shit. Good. Well, two out of three is not, not bad at all. Two out of three is not bad at all. You want to do the other ones that I Perks. Have? I didn't remember Joan Cusack from Perks. Um, what's up? You want to do, do another round real quick? Yeah, let's do another round. This one's easy, but I'm going to try and trick you a little bit because this one is so easy. I'm going to not pick the superstars. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pick some of the other ones, okay? This movie's got Jesse Eisenberg. Okay. J.K. Simmons again. Jared Leto. Ben Affleck. And Amber Heard. Oh, that's uh, Batman v Superman. Close. It's well, Justice League. Justice League. Okay, okay. Because I was, it was is is Jesse Eisenberg in Batman v Superman? I think he's in. No. Well. Oh. Yes. No. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He's the okay. whole. He's the one who puts Batman against Superman. Yeah. Okay. He, he is. He is. He is. Yeah, man. You're really wow. good at this. I'm actually kind of pissed. At no, this so... is fun. Okay. This one uh, is actually the movie that I came up with this idea for. <laughs> Wait, first of all, you're mad that I'm succeeding slightly? <laughs> I am. This? I was actually hoping this was going to be a little... I, I, no, that you're succeeding so easily. Mm. Right? I thought this was going to be a little bit... All right, okay, ready? Okay. Uh, I'm just going to... Actually, I'm going to read... I'm going to read six names and save the top three for, you know, in case you can't figure it out. Okay. Okay? So we have Luke Wilson, Jerry O'Connell, Leif Schreiber... Jamie Kennedy, Jada Pickett Smith, Timothy Oliphant, Sarah Michelle Geller. And I guess I only saved two. Malibu's most wanted. Oh no, 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 Kangaroo Jack. And the two that I hid, Courtney Cox, David Arquette. Scream. Scream two. Ah. It's a fun one. I didn't I forgot Jamie Kennedy's in Scream. I didn't know Jada Pinkett was in Scream too. I didn't either. Holy shit. All right. Last hard one. Jerry O'Connell is in Kangaroo Jack. Am I tripping? You know, you're, you're 100% right. Okay. Okay, this one is a hard one. I think you're going to... If we're playing horseshoes, you're going to be close no matter what. All right, let's do it. Okay. This is a tough one. This one has everybody in it, so I'm just going to... You pick a number. Seven. Seven people. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. We got... Jessica Biel, Abigail Breslin, Katherine mm-hmm. Heigl, Josh Dumel, Hilary Swank, Robert De Niro, Michelle Fafir, and Zac Efron. What movie has these seven actors? Bad Grandpa? I don't know. Would you like a hint? Because that is incorrect. Um, give me, yeah, give me the, fuck, what year did it come out? 2011. 2011. Is it one of those? You can't give me any other hints. Dude, I don't know. Is it one of like, is it? Yep, come on. It's not like, what, Valentine? It's like one of those days, one of those. I should have asked for the fucking director. It's either Valentine's Day or there's too many heavy hitters in there. It's uh, a New Year's Eve? Yes. Really? (laughs) Yes. Nice. I see. And I knew you'd get like, as soon as you list all of these people in one movie, it's got to be like, oh, well, it's only... What Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, New? It's if, always if one I'd of asked for the director instead, I think Gary Marshall. Like, yeah, Gary Marshall yeah. film. Um, dude, that was really fun. Thank you for bringing that to the table. Lately, I've been feeling like 
I mean, all you know, because when I go to work or when I hang out with like friends other than you, like there people are just like, I don't know, I don't know movies no, like you. I get, yeah. I'm so bad at this. Don't I don't want to play this game. Yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just like, fine. We won't play Johnny Depp's films from 1996 to 1998. Yeah, you fucking uncultured <laughs> you swine. <noob>. <laughs> you, you noob. <laughs> you would get pwned anyway. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, because um, I tried playing that game that me, you, and Otis play from. Uh, what's that podcast? Oh, from Doug Loves Movies. From Doug Loves Movies with the movie titles. Yeah, it's uh, like Nicolas Cage movies. So yeah, 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 yeah. I had some coworkers that are just like. Um, oh, well, you go back and forth trying to name the films. Yeah, so if, oh. if I were to say like you know The yeah. Rock and yeah. like you would go like uh, Ghost Rider. The Rock is in Ghost Rider. Sorry, what's the what's the no Nicholas Cage's movie? The oh, Rock. Oh, The Rock. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 I thought you were changing. Genre. I know that was a bad movie title to just throw in. <laughs> the Rock as Ghost Rider. I'd watch it. I would. He would have to have the of uh, the heaviest, sturdiest Harley to well, be. Well, now to... Ghost Rider has a car and he's Mexican. Oh, the second iteration of Ghost I think Rider. That's the fourth. Fourth. Yeah. Wow. Because Nick Cage played two. Because mm-hmm. there was the cowboy before him. Then there was Danny Ketch, who had the cool motorcycle, uh-huh. futuristic motorcycle. Now there's this Mexican dude who's got like a Charger or an Impala or something. Eventually, all superheroes will, will be pass minorities. it off to a brand. Yeah, exactly. Miles I mean, Morales. That's, that's fine. I mean, yeah. I don't give a shit. I also think maybe we just make new heroes. Yeah. You know, we don't need to make James Bond black. We could just make a black super spy. Yeah, I think um, we. I'm waiting for the because they're also all fictional, so it really doesn't matter. I'm waiting for the next thing that's going to compete against um, Marvel and DC, since Marvel and DC is well, like in a weird. You mentioned thing. this before. I don't know if this was part of the episode, but you know, we're seeing the end. Oh, I guess it was downstairs. We're kind of seeing the end of superhero films, right? It was kind of the, it ran the market for a solid twenty years, yeah. uh, and I had been telling people for a while, like you know, these superhero films are our generation's westerns. Yeah, right. Except westerns lasted for quite a bit longer. Um, but you know everybody's in it. It's the money maker. It's what sells. It's what the big production companies are making. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I, I wonder what the next thing is. It's hard to predict where. Well, you brought up a good point. Like now that it's like geared for children, yeah. And like it wasn't until and I I felt that way since like uh, maybe the end of the last Avengers film and maybe a few afterwards. I I thoroughly enjoyed. But once I think it was around Disney Plus when that was introduced. Yeah. The the release of anything Marvel was so frequent that it removed any Special any excitement. Theater. Sure, sure. Right? Yeah, they're definitely flooding the market. That's for sure. It's both good and bad, mm-hmm. right? In my in my perspective, I think where I started as weird as it to say stepping away from comic book films because I still watch them and stuff, but was like Civil War mm-hmm. when they made such a big push in the marketing of the film that people. That the ramifications of this film will last forever in Marvel. Yeah. And the one character that they had an opportunity to kill, um, War Machine, they didn't kill him. They they made him paralyzed and, you know, yeah. he lived for the... Yeah. So I was like, you know, that's when I realized, like, okay, so they, they can't. Their hands are tied where they can't do the things that we read in the comic books. That's also why I've stopped comparing the movies to the books that they're based on because they don't, especially in Marvel, they almost they almost just take, like, the names and the characters and that's about it. Yeah. Um, 
So, and that's why, like, I liked, you know, when Zack Snyder was doing DC because it was kind of gritty and, like, it kind of grew up with us and that's kind of where I wanted to see it go. Uh, but the company didn't want that. And, you know, apparently the market didn't want it either. There's a small niche market that wants comic books to grow up with us, wants Power Rangers to grow up with us, wants, you know, Pokemon to grow up with us. But the truth of the matter is these markets aren't for us. And no. we're aging ourselves out of it and we're demanding it to grow up with us and, and it can't, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's. And you brought up a good point with saying, like, Zack Snyder's Justice League did a great job because it was gritty. Um, and it do- and you brought up another good point by saying they didn't kill War Machine, even though they kill him, in the, uh, kill him off in the comics. Well, and, geared toward kids, And right? they should have just done it, right? I they mean, should. if the whole... If you're selling a movie as, like, these repercussions are, you know, so deep. And then Endgame comes, mm-hmm. and the repercussions are, you know, Infinity War comes, the repercussions are long-lasting. Yes. It only lasts for a movie, which was great. I'm glad that we were able to get that. Yes. Um, but, but like, like, let's say the high one of the highest viewed episodes of television was the introduction of Negan in The Walking Dead. Oh, And that is one of the highest viewed episodes on television. Oh, no wonder he kind of took over the show. Because Steven Yun, the guy that played Glenn, the Asian dude, he died. He was in that show for maybe, I don't know, five, six seasons. Yep. And he had already escaped death uh, once. And we, at that point, we were like, oh, man, of course they wouldn't kill him. Nobody dies. Yeah, everybody. Nobody dies. Well, I guess people do die in that show, but, but not, not like this. Not, not that big of a character. Mm-hmm. And not mm-hmm. like this. Not like Where it's this. just like, oh, he's not going to, like, I have this theory where, like, if you don't see someone die in, like, a popular TV show. They're still alive. They're still alive. No body, no murder. The company is saving that character just in case to bring that person back. And look how, and because we've been conditioned for that. Yes. Yeah, whether it's Star Wars or Marvel or, you know, almost any kind of, Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. right? We think the T-Rex is dead, but then who comes back and saves the day? The, the T-Rex. T-Rex. Yeah. So. No body, no death, right? No body, no murder. No, um, it's, uh, <laughs> I like to thank you for correcting me. I'll yeah. just be walking around saying the wrong thing. No body, no death. <laughs> People are like, actually, he can't have death without a body. Another day. Another day. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. It is another day. We don't know if he has a job. So what do you want for Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do. I, I'm, I have a tough time because I love comic books and I love superheroes and I love, you know, um, where they're, where, what comic books did for me as a kid and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think my nephew's ever going to have that kind of connection with comic books, even though I buy them for him and he reads them and he likes them. Uh, the way comic books are in comic book lore, yeah, uh, is treated now is way different. I mean, I, I when well, I read comic books, it wasn't cool. You it know was what a I mean? special thing now. Yeah, it was a special thing back in the day, and now it is. I mean, their yeah, their affinity toward it is these blockbuster movies. Yeah, but your affinity toward it was your imagination filling in the gaps that comic yeah. books could not, that these characters on a page could not. Yeah, these are the books. This is the things that I'm reading. You know, this is my connection with yeah. it here, and they have the same connection with the films and shit like that. But like even you know. Star Wars, I think, is one of an even better example of, like, you know, look at how many old fucking men are still watching, screaming and kicking up their, their feet because it's that's not for them anymore. And they're just upset that it's not for them anymore. It's just, you know. It's also, in general, like, the whole, the whole market for movies and television is just so, it's so excessive. And it is, uh, there's so much of it that... Back in the day, like it was a little more special having to wait for the episode to come out next. Well, do you think it could be like that's the marketing wing of Disney? That's like we need to keep it going. We need to make costumes every year. We need big blockbusters every year. 
Because um, if it was, you know, not as put out there, right? Mm-hmm. But they came out with the same amount of stuff, like comic books did, and you kind of have to search out for it and look yeah. for it. You know what I mean? If you want to read, if you want Guardians of the Galaxy, you kind of got to look for it and you read. You got to go know. to that. Con- you got to go to. Um, uh... You got to search for it. There's a little bit of a of, of a reward now of of getting it, right? Yeah. Instead of it just always being there at all times. It's shoved in your face. You could go to Target to get a Wakan- to get a Black Panther mask whenever you want, as yeah. opposed to like when you're looking for a specific issue, you got to go over to Conquer to Flying Colors, and then you oh, have dude, to Cape and Cowell in Oakland if you're lucky, and be like, hey, do you have this specific issue? And there's something beautiful about that grind. As opposed to right now, I mean, it's the whole conversation of like, oh, I want to, I want to stay home and I want to watch um, Ant Man, uh, yeah, watch all from Disney Plus. Yeah, watch every single you know as Iron Man to, movie in a row. As opposed to the beauty, the beauty of going to a blockbuster and being like, hey, I would like to rent this Grandma's Boy to Grandma's Boy. Like, I would love to rent Nobody Grandma's Boy them. or like hell, the OG Hellboy. I would like to, you know, stuff like that. I mean, let's think about like when the first X-Men movie came out, right? Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. Everybody went to go see it because it was, I mean, there was kind of a sense of like, there may never be another comic book movie again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though it was good and fun and for kids or whatever, you know, whatever we've said in the past, yeah. there was kind of an air of being like, they don't do this very often. Yes. You know? um, with convenience, we're losing charm, you know? We're losing the with the convenience of, like yesterday, for example, I... It took me 30 minutes to just find a fucking movie or TV show to play while I'm eating food. I mean, if I don't have something, that's why I end up watching The Office or, you know, or Karen puts on Gilmore Girl, something that we know and, you know. You trust it. Boom. Yeah, right just there. put it on. It's easy. I'm not really paying attention to it anyway. But then, dude, my like my food was cold by the time I finally uh, settled on About Time with Rachel McAdams and that dude from Black Mirror. And then I'd even, I've watched 10 minutes of it because I had finished my cold rap at that point. Movie's not even good. I really liked the first 20 minutes of it. Well, so let me, uh, uh, let me just like. You can experience it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, I mean, it sucks that your food was cold, but. Yeah. But I liked it, dude. Um, I'm probably going to watch it tonight with uh, Melissa anyway. But I mean, yes, uh, basically like the charm is gone of like when you were to go to Blockbuster and rent a movie that you had seen at a. From from a preview at yeah. the movie theater, or from like or you know, poster, like a, you've only seen the poster of a film, or, or you ask the guy, "Hey, what should I get?" Exactly, or you know, when you would like rent a, a VHS, you'd put it in, and it what built in was like five previews for upcoming movies or movies that Definitely just dropped on, on VHS. VHS. Exactly. Actually, every VHS always had commercials. Yeah. So like, um, those to, were the best. So uh, to this day, so Night at the Roxbury is probably one of my most played VHS tapes yeah, ever yes, yeah. that I've memorized what the previews were going to be. Sure. And like, and one of them was uh, Varsity Blues with... Uh, Don't want your life. Yeah, exactly. And it had the big boy from uh, Remember the Titans. Yep. It had... Uh, James Vanderbeek. Yeah, James, yep. James Vanderbeek. And I remember... Oh, I know Varsity Blues. And I associate that song that goes like, There goes my hero. That's a great Foo Fighters song. Da-da. Yeah, that song. The, I know it just from that preview. And I, I've never watched the movie. I know the previews from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers VHS because me and my brother watched it so much. I remember the one of them is like the orangutan that comes, that like just living at somebody's house. Except it's Christmas time this time. It's down, down, <laughs> boogie. Down, down, boogie. That's the song that I think about with that commercial. What's all the, the movie? Time. I, I can't remember what, what? it was. But you remember in the 90s when it was like, wouldn't it be silly if an orangutan came to Christmas dinner? Oh, the narrator like, is like super cheesy. It's and always everything. that kind of stuff. 
Ring a it's Christmas thing. Eve. You have your crazy uncle, your sassy aunt, and what? A dog that eats only spaghetti? This summer, 1997, in June, comes... Dustin Cheeks. Dustin checks in. <laughs> You're looking up the porn parody <laughs> of this orangutan Christmas film. Yeah, Dustin checks in, not to get confused with every which way but loose, the... Uh, the uh, Clint Eastwood film where he's a cop and his partner's a monkey. You know what we should review? Who is, uh, Turner and Hooch? Um, no, Turner and Hooch did really well. I love Turner and Hooch. The Josh Peck Turner and Hooch. I was going to say the show didn't that. do well. Um, we should review Monkey Bone with Brendan monkey Fraser, Bones. Chris Kattan, and the claymated monkey. Yeah, that movie gave me nightmares as a kid. Kind of scary. That well, because it's Chris Kattan who's dead. Yes, and the monkeys, Monkey Bones is also a very scary character. I mean, at... In the late 90s, whenever that came out, like just the claymation with live action was a little weird. I think when you're a kid and you don't know what a movie's about and you only see a couple of things, yeah, it's easy for you to be like, oh, that's scary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm chalking it up to. Because I've never, I've only seen very small bits and pieces out of the corner of my eye of, of Monkey Bones. But I know yeah. the film and I've seen, you know. But I remember the first time I saw it was as like a kid and I can just imagine saying, be like, Ah, that's not for me. No, like, that's really... Yeah, no, uh, that's scary. <laughs> I'm not, never going to watch it. No, not going to watch that one. No, that's okay. I, I want to watch the other Brendan Fraser Blast from the Past. I hear that. My dad just watched I that. I love that movie. My dad just watched that. That one's hella funny. It's because of my dad. I mean, like, it's it's great that you brought up that game. And I'm good with, like, knowing... I have this, like, random Rolodex in the back of my mind of just random actors and their faces and what movies they've been in, even if I haven't watched the film. Because my dad... Whenever he'd be watching a movie, without me asking, I'd sit down. He'd be like, do you know who that is? That's uh, And it'd be like, um, that's uh, John Lithgow. <laughs> nice. I'm like, okay. Or it'll be like, that's Angelina Jolie's dad. and uh, Kurt Vaughn. Uh, no, it's, fuck, dude. Vaught. Vaught? Not Vaught. No, Vaught is the company from The Boys. Um, Everybody's just... Michael Voigt? Michael Voigt. Right? Michael? Angelina, ja uh, Angelina Michael? Jolie's dad is the old guy from National Treasure. Yeah, uh, and Mission Impossible. Yeah, John Voight. John, John Voight. Voight. <laughs> John Voight's been in a bunch of things. So, yeah. Michael Voight. <laughs> John Voight. Or, it's well, always like... Yeah, and I think what, what got me interested in actors and cast was my brother would get weirdly like into one actor for uh -huh. like a month at a time. And then we would just watch like every Brendan Fraser film from Encino Man... You know, Monkey Bones, uh, Georgia, just for whatever, and then the next, and then now we're watching Polly Shore films. Now we're watching, you know, it's uh, a web. Son in law, yeah, you know, and that's how I got into like looking into the cast and like look at all these other films that these people have done and yeah. in, in the same era and stuff. And I feel like, um, I mean, that's why you and I bond is because we know who like the actor is, and if we're like, it's someone's brother's mom's. Uh, we're also really good at like even if we don't. First of all, we're we're really good at learning names of people very fast, mm -hmm. right? Like if we've seen them a couple of times and we we take the effort to learn their names, we tend yeah. to remember their names. But even if we don't know names, we'll be like, oh, that's he was in this weird thing for like ten seconds. And people are like, yeah, yeah, he was. And it's a weird game we're playing with ourselves that doesn't really matter mm, anywhere anything. else. It's no. just like I know where he's from. We couldn't change the oil in our car, but we know. Yeah. Who John Lithgow is. I know who John Lithgow is. I know who Dustin Hoffman is. Uh, you know, it's just like... Well, that's an easy one. Yeah. Or, or Joan Cusack is John Cusack's sister. sister. Um, or like, uh, what did I tell you a few weeks ago? I said like, oh yeah, Sean Penn is... Uh, or Chris, Chris Penn. Chris Penn is, yeah. Sean, Sean Penn's, Penn's brother. Yes, that blew my mind. I was pissed, actually. It's <laughs> like when I found out that uh, Jimmy Buffett is related to Warren Buffett. Exactly. 
And now, like, now we have this, like I said, weird Rolodex in our minds where it's useful for us and other movie buffs. But, like, when I'm watching a movie with Melissa in theaters, I'd be like, hey, I don't mean to bother you, but that person was in School of Rock. Well, don't start it that way. Just say, hey, that guy was in School of Rock. Yeah. Just like, oh, I guess. What have you said? Like, I don't mean to interrupt, Mm -hmm. but here's a quick little fun fact for you. You've already taken up too much time. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Or I'll tell them, like, something like The Last of Us. I'll be like, Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal, this isn't their first project together. They were both in Game of Thrones, but never had a scene together. Shit like that. Because she was a baby. Uh, Well, she was like the the young lord, and uh, he was like. I've been watching Last of Us. Good. Are you caught up? Yes, I am. Now we're just going to go out into the world and punch every mushroom we see and never order mushrooms on no, our pizza I again. like mushrooms. Dude, then I you're still gonna like be, mushrooms. You're going to be one of them clickers. You're going to go. No, you're not paying attention. They turned into that because they ate flour. Yeah, that was infected by the... Spores of a fungus. Mm-hmm. Boy, you got to play that video game. You got... You have... You've, you've got to. Now I'm in a weird place where like, do I play and then know what's going to happen in the season or do I watch the season and then play? No, you should play. Uh, I mean, you're not. It's a big, hefty game, so it's gonna take That's you a while other, to yeah, catch up. To, to even you. catch up to where we're at. And now. Where, when it does, just stop right there and then wait for the season to to finish because it's really good. And right now, it's gonna come out on uh, the next episode. It's gonna come out on Friday, Friday, which is really weird. I mean, it's not gonna interfere with the Super Bowl, my friend. Oh, that's why they're doing it. That's why. I didn't even think about they that. They didn't want to compete with the Super Bowl. What are you Bowl. doing? On, you're working on Sunday. I work on Sunday, so as a shift, we're gonna. If it's slow, we're probably gonna go watch the Super Bowl together. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's gonna go on, but uh, homeboy's putting a bet on the Eagles. It's, a, it's smart money. Yep. I mean, I think they're the anticipated win for the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I mean, these are pretty very evenly. Match teams, all of their statistics throughout the entire season mm-hmm. um, are almost identical. So, well, is anyone like injured? Is anyone that I should know about like Well, I, I know Patrick Mahomes is has a high ankle sprain that he got a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, but he seemed to play just fine. And uh, then we'll see. I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be a really well matched game. I'm going to yeah. root for the Eagles just because I fucking hate Kansas City. I know you do. I know you do. Um, but uh, and I like and I've said this already. I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a great guy. That's an Eagles quarterback. He's the Eagles quarterback. Okay. Um, I like. I mean, I, I, I like the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Gotcha. Every time a team wins from Philadelphia, they make a fun episode that's about them winning. So that's okay. always fun. Okay. When the Phillies won the World Series, they made that whole episode with them getting caught in the tunnels. Yeah. When the Eagles won the. And there's just Super much Bowl. more to do in Philadelphia than there is in Kansas City. Well, I. Yeah, sure. I yeah. mean, since we're talking about Last of Us, the last episode they and they got ambushed in Kansas City, meaning that some some delinquents fucking they fucking live in Kansas City. So that's more. They're of all main, delinquents yeah, in Kansas City. That's the main reason why I'm gonna go for the Eagles, I'm just brother. Saying, talk about a flyover state. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This is the most I've talked about sports without feeling like uh, I gotta go. <laughs> You're doing really well. You're doing really well. Thank you, Patrick Mahomes. Right? That's, people say that's a that, right? Very common thing that people say. Yes. Mahomes, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can see how it is. He's he's his worst characteristic is his annoying ass brother on TikTok. Oh, what's his brother doing? Just what's he the do? worst. He's just, just writing the coat. The shittiest, of... fucking annoyingest videos ever. What's he do? Oh, he's just doing all the challenges. No, well, I don't know. I don't. I just see very small bits of it when mm. ESPN reposts it. But he's just annoying. Mm. Just the worst. Just avoid his videos. Then you don't have to watch. Them. I do, but Good. they come up. They come up. Algorithm. It's the sports algorithm you got. You want to do an improv scene? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, uh, if you don't want to do an improv scene, then we got to change the show. <laughs> do an improv scene. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 
highly irrelevant. All right, class, welcome to your first day of improv school. Uh, we're just going to go around the room, introduce ourselves. Uh, smaller group this time. Usually we have up to 10 people in the class. This time we have about four or five. Bless you. Bless you. That was acting. Don't bless me. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Thank you. I knew this was this was the best instructor to film. I'll start by introducing myself. My name is Colin Mockery. Oh my God, I didn't even realize you have a toupee. See? From whose line? So Do you, the thing. Well, I'm not here for that. I'm here to teach. Mm. It's not about me. Why don't we start with you? What's your name? And my uh, name? What's your... Patty McGee. I'm Patty McGee. I recently joined my improv team at uh, Sierra Middle School over in Kansas City. Middle school? Middle school. You have to be at least 18 to be in this class. I have a guardian, parent guardian signature right here. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to skip the naked improv portion this day, guys. Sorry. Okay. We'll move on to the next person. <laughs> Patty, Patty, why don't you go? I'll go over there. Yeah, let's I'll go, go sit over there, Patty. God damn. Does nobody, did it, can I get somebody who read the rules? You, what, what's your name? Hi, uh, my name's uh, Patrick G., and I've been doing improv for 10 years now. And when I heard that the Colin Mockery was teaching a class in North Hollywood, I was in. So this class is for girls and women only. Well, I have a parent guardian signature. Patrick, why don't you go sit over there with I'll just say I'll Patricia. hang out with Patty. Patty. Yeah. Fuck, man. How about you, Jumbotron? What's your name? My name is Precious. Do you know what I'm gonna say? <laughs> My mom named me. Precious. I'm gonna say, go sit over there, Precious. I'm a girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure a girl. you are. Go sit I'm with a girl McGee. of age. Next. <laughs> sit over there. Hi. Hey. My name is finally Samantha. some talent. Hi, Samantha. Um, I've been going to Ada for quite a while, and if you don't know what Ada is, it's the Academy of Dramatic Dance and Acting. <laughs> And I'm here to learn from the best. All right. Well. Yes, and. Why don't you have a seat over there? The other side? Yeah. Okay. Who's next? My name's Ryan Styles. Ryan. Ryan, you're supposed to be up here with me. I just wanted to fuck with you, buddy. This is hilarious. Guys, this is comedy. Uh, all right. Yes, all right. Yep. Okay, come sit down, Ryan. Stop fucking around. Okay. So this first uh, first thing we're going to do, guys, is me and Ryan, we're going we're gonna to show you how it's done. Okay. All right. Ryan, you ready? Yeah. Go. All right. This is scenes from a hat. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm in a hat. And scene. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Oh, that's, we're obviously just joking around. Um, yes, we've been yes. doing this for quite a while. Wayne couldn't be here because he's doing another Chappelle skit. Um, he's just a very busy guy. He's just a very busy guy. Also, Drew Carey's very busy. Drew Carey's Greg busy. Poops is busy. Yeah. Um, Stephen Colbert's got his own show. Greg Proops. I go on tour with him every now and then. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So instead, we brought this ferret. Yep. And it's teach. This specific class is talking about how to do uh, scenes with a ferret. Okay, so scene one. Mm. Introduce yourself to the ferret, Ryan. Go ahead. All right. Hi, ferret. My name is Ryan Styles. <laughs> oh, whoa, my God! And you throw the ferret in the air, but since it's a prop, you don't actually throw the ferret in the air. But guys. Pay attention. Here's the, here's the kicker, Ryan. Here's yep. the kicker. Yep. So the kicker is actually we have another ferret just in case. And um, 
Right here. Looks identical. Yeah, cut to the cut to the the alleyway where Ryan and Colin are having a cigarette. It's the easiest easiest money. I mean, you cashed the checks made. already, right? Yeah, I cashed the cashed the checks. Good, because we owe Drew like seven thousand dollars. We got to get it back before. Yeah, I mean, he just uh, all the coke that he bought us and never paid him back for is just. Uh, He's got all that Price Is Right money, and he can't lend us seventeen thousand dollars. You know, I mean, like, yeah, it was a reoccurring character on his show, and you were for a bit. You were doing the Fig Newton. Uh, commercials. I, I lay low. I think I'm Canadian, so low. I think I did more stuff yeah. in Canada. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think you're also Canadian. I think I'm also Canadian, I but, but I'm not as obvious work. about yeah. it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Doing, I'm doing the, the uh, who's live is it anyway still. With yeah, see, I'm wearing a Canadian flag as yeah. a shirt. No, that's okay. Yeah, so just... Suckers. Insane. Cool. I like how we just slander two of our heroes for about 10 minutes. Yeah, no, they're great. They're great. I love, I think they're great people. I watched uh, Who's Live Is It Anyway back in like 2015 in Walnut Creek. And I remember when you did that. Yeah, I might have invited you, maybe. I think you did. Um, I went with Mariah. Uh, she had extra tickets. Um, and uh, nice. basically, I remember. If you, I was so embarrassed because Mariah doesn't give a fuck, but she was like, if we stand over here, this is where uh, like Ryan and them are going to pop out and we could probably say hi. When these guys, they're on tour, they just want to get in their car and go the yeah, fuck home. Sure. They're tired. They don't want to talk. With, and there's a group of us. And I'm like, I remember Ryan was nice enough to, uh, uh, to lower the window in the Escalade that they were all traveling in. Lower the window and at least wave to us, you know. But sure. you can tell that these guys are tired and they don't want to have to get like get me back to the Marriott. Yeah, get me back to. They're probably staying somewhere nicer than that, probably. I don't think so. No, you don't think so. No. I mean, they're making a good amount of ticket sales. Yeah, for sure. But they're also performing at the Lesher. Mm. You know what I want to audition for? <laughs> Whose line is it anyway? Wilding out. <laughs> you should. I think I could freestyle. You'd be. Good at, you'd be yeah, I was just gonna say you'd be. You know what though? Mm. You need to play up the urban. Everyone no, is really urban. Because I think that might help me. Is that mm. they don't have, because they have like a bunch of Asians that have, like the Timothy De La Guetta was on there. Yeah. And but he, even he's gotten pretty urban since he started out. I mean, he's been pretty urban since yeah. his YouTube days, but like I'm a completely different genre of Asian that that might yeah, work because they, they have like white people, like square white people doing it. <laughs> I'm sure they would love to be called that. Square white people. Yeah, man, that'd be dumb as fuck, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to. Look, I was looking up auditions, and there was like auditions in like June, and I was gonna be like, I was fly down to Hollywood, and then as I click closer, it was for models, <laughs> female models, because they have like hot girls like in oh, the background yeah, of the yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. Still audition. Get your name in there, bro. I'm gonna try to look for the actual audition. I think you should actually try and do some modeling. I think you have a nice enough physique, and like they could put clothes on you. And I think you should nothing look into fashion, maybe, but nothing sure. shirtless. No, that's not at all what I would want to see either. No, man. I, I'm, no, but I could see them putting some clothes on you, like because you got the broad shoulders. You know what I mean? Thank you. So that I could see them being like, "We need you for the big and tall." Like, but I'm not even tall. No, Just like a, no, no model is bro, unless they're like high end fashion females. They're like fashion, feet tall. yes, high end fashion females. But the picture, like the working models. Mm -hmm. Fairly short people. Did you ever think about doing it? I've I would try. Cause you have that like uh, you I have the tried. the uh, Mick Jagger gap in uh, teeth gap that mm. I like, always wanted until you really shot that down. I always wanted to be a hand model. But oh, until you we found out your ring finger. Well, now you have a fucking now I cut. Fuck, I, my hands are all fucked up now. So unless like you're modeling for like do my left hand, be I a mean, fist model. I could be a fist model. Uh, <laughs> for like for cut off gloves. For fisting. 
Never mind. Right. For like uh, doing molds instead of like uh, penis molds, it's just like a, these would be a good Hulk hands. Like these blowing up. Yeah. Oh, we should. Can you do that? There has to be a website where we could blow up your fists and make like sock and boppers. Yeah, and it's just your entire. It's your skin tone, and it'd just be like that's a million dollars. Stop right now before someone steals that because that's a good market idea. Yes. Right. Okay. Blowing up people's hands it's, for parties and stuff. Yeah, and it's essentially just. It's essentially just Hulk hands, but like made to your we just likeness. Spray painted their skin color. Yeah. There you if, go. If we could find the exact like spray paint tint and that like exact palette for easy, our skin tones. Easy. I don't know. Let's play a quick game of questions only. All right. Let's do questions only and we'll get the fuck out of here. You remember how to play? Yeah. Well, you lose. Oh, we're playing already? Well, you lost already, Shit. pal. Okay. You're done. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought, okay. You got to say like, ladies and gentlemen, questions only. <laughs> You want me to say that? Uh, would you prefer to say something else? Aren't you the one who introduces things when we do this? How about we switch it up this time? You sure the audience is going to like that? Where are they even at? You said they listen. No! You said they listen? <laughs> you said they listen? <laughs> one more, one more. Okay, one another more. one, another one. You start. Um. Oof. Have you heard this song before? That's how you're going to start this? Can you take a seat real quick? What happened to the song you were listening to? We're not going to talk about the song? Remember when you told me you wanted to end things the other day? Does this have nothing to do with the song you started out talking about? Can we forget about the song real quick? If that's what you want me to do. If that, is, is that, that a question? <laughs> I don't know. That's a question. I, I don't think that's a question. <laughs> that shit's hard. I love questions only. It's been a while. That was fun. Uh huh. Um. Hell yeah. I think we should start implementing like one uh, easy, dumb improv thing at the end or something. At the end, or like uh, if we, yeah, at the yeah, end would yeah. be nice. Yeah, in the middle, in the beginning, wherever. Just sure. Whenever. Fuck yeah, Maddie's. We're playing around with the structure right now. You're gonna see in a few weeks, maybe a month or so. Maybe never. Maybe never, but we're thinking about some stuff for this year, and we love you. But we're going to end it here. It was a, it was a fun time. Um, you can follow Alejandro on Instagram at call underscore me Jesus. You can follow Christian at Christian has asthma. Uh, follow the podcast at ICBTB podcast. And always, guys, go on our website, ICBTB.com. Get all your merchandise needs. Yeah. A couple of shirts, some stickers. Uh, and if you're lucky... Christian will be selling his bathwater. Yeah, so still, still doing that. Um, and if you're lucky, um, Alejandro will be selling his tushy water uh, <laughs> or that tushy towel that you're using. I do to. feel sometimes that like the tushy is adding too much water to the bowl. I can imagine but that. But I don't think it, that has to be a lot of water. It know? would overflow eventually. I don't think so. <laughs> um, listen to us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Tell a friend. Um, let's get these numbers up. Uh, Everybody tell one friend today. Yes. Please tell one friend I've been hearing a, I've, I've been getting like a lot of nice compliments just saying like, dude, your guys shit look professional and you guys are funny. And I'm like, thank you. As long as it looks that way, because everything else isn't. Yeah, everything <laughs> else. We're just figuring it out as we go. These but, are fake mics. Uh, yep. Um, and then we're, this entire show is dubbed. <laughs> it's not us talking. Right. <laughs> well, uh, let's get on out of here. Alejandro, anything, anything else you want to add? No, none for me either. Baddies, we love you. And until next time, peace out. Bye. It can't be that bad, though.